My friends, today we have an incredible episode with Kenzie Evans, and she shares her insights on topics like shame, managing how people perceive us, being compelled versus choosing, practicing saying no, using our voice, and how it's okay to have wants and needs. She highlights honesty, compassion, and grace, as well as collaboration versus competition in your relationships and especially in marriages. I promise you, you will not want to miss this. Let's get started. I'm Kendra Nielsen. Welcome to Fulfillment Therapy, where you will improve your relationship with yourself, your loved ones, and with God. You'll find healing, wellness, crucial mindset shifts, and self-development help. I'm a licensed therapist, personal trainer, and coach. In this podcast, you'll learn the skills and confidence needed to transform your life from merely surviving to living a fulfilling, flourishing life. You can't reach your God-given potential and become who you were meant to become by remaining where you are. If you're ready, we'll create an ignited life you can't wait to wake up to. And yes, it's possible. It's your time to shine, my friend. Kinsey, you are just a gem. I just love you so much. Okay, just speaking to that a little bit, I think it's the difference between guilt versus shame. And guilt can definitely be tainted and things like that. But I did something wrong. Guilt versus shame. I am wrong or I'm bad. And that humiliation often resides with that shame. But guilt can teach us something, just like you said. So instead of going below the line, that victim cycle, that martyr that you talked about, recognizing, Mm -hmm. okay, I have a choice here. I can either be acted upon, I can go into that deep space of just woe is me, or I can choose right now to act and I can be an owner and I Mm -hmm. can change this story moving forward at the very least for me. Yeah. What feels more empowering when you go into either one, if you resonate with the one down or if you resonate with the one up, what feels more empowering because we'll want to move into those either if someone who goes into a one-up mindset gears feedback often they get critical or defensive and so there's on one end there's the victim martyr that won't take accountability like it's a false accountability i'm the worst like you're saying i am the worst wife but that's not truth right Mm -hmm. we are using the great i am phrase to deceive right right so how can i be more honest and how can i empower myself. I am sorry. I am uncertain. I am not sure what I'm doing. And then there's the one up, right? Like you just do this. You just do this. So kind of like similar idea, making it about the person rather than really being willing to see them as equals or yourself as equals and trying to control them. And so in the same way being acted upon because the locus of control is now outside of you if you're focusing on the other person, right? Mm -hmm. So what are things that we can do that are more empowering to us? How can we show up? And even if it's later, you don't have to, with this practice, it doesn't have to be 
in the moment. So say that someone says something to you, gives you feedback, this hurt me, and you go in the one down position. Oh my gosh, I'm the worst wife, I'm the worst this, da da da. And later as you're pondering on it, you realize, oh, I totally went into that, that victim mindset, that one down, that conditioned response. It's totally normal. Wow. I see it. I, that makes sense. Like I've done this for 30 years. It would make sense that I'd go there, but I see it now. So what am I going to do? Am I going to shame myself or am I going to go make repair? Am I going to take accountability, right? Like we don't have to get it right in that moment. We can revisit and we can, and we can try again, right? Absolutely. Oh, I love that. So there's this big element of grace and compassion in that showing up honestly and in that repairing that's really, that goes hand in hand with that. So powerful. Well, on that note, Kenzie, I just wanted to ask another question if we can move into that, if you're open to it. Yeah, sounds great. Okay. The second question I have for you is, in what ways has your life looked different than you expected? But in hindsight, you found that it's what you needed to become who you were meant to become. Oh, I love that question. When I saw that question from you, it almost felt like you were inspired from Heavenly Father to come up with that because I feel like in so many ways, that is the goal for us. That's Heavenly Father's goal for us is to give us lives that none of us expected, right? If we have the courage to hear him, to listen to him, if we have the courage to be seen, to step into the light and embrace that way of truth, right? Because that's the reality, right, Kendra, is that when we let go of controlling other people, when we let go of controlling the perceptions of other people that they have of us, things aren't going to turn out the way that we anticipate. And that I feel like is exciting. It's, but it's also really uncertain feeling too. So I have seen that in my life. I feel like as I've started this work, my life has taken a lot of different turns than I anticipated. For one, I have to throw this out here because I think it's important for people maybe starting on this journey that struggle to even recognize their thoughts is I'm on medication. I never would have thought that that's something I would have done or pursued, but that has also been a huge blessing for me in helping me to gain awareness around my thoughts because I deal with anxiety and also ADD. And so my thoughts were so cycling that I couldn't distinguish them. I couldn't begin to see the dysfunctional patterns. I couldn't see my stories. And I think that awareness is key to being able to make these changes. And so medication is one of them, right? And then in my youthful dreams of wedded bliss and life bliss, I never would have thought that I would need therapy or, you know, like I guess I just assumed that I'd have it all figured out. <laughs> Once you get married, it's all downhill from there. Right. <laughs> and no, I, I feel like as I've, 
been willing to humble myself. Both of these things have been really humbling for me. Yeah. Getting on medication and like acknowledging that I can't just positive think things away or that I can't just make it disappear by meditating or doing yoga <laughs> that yeah. I needed help outside of myself was really humbling and kind of metaphorical for me in the way of God teaching me how he operates, that when he provided us a savior, he really meant for him to save us, not for us to save ourselves. When he tells us to come and be the body of Christ, he really meant working collaboratively together with other people, not on our own, doing all of it all by ourselves. Yeah. Right. Um, so those were really humbling for me. First, the medication and then therapy. And those two things really opened my eyes to my own role in things. And it was really amazingly beautiful and painful. It was, and still is, because I'm still going through it, but I appreciate the process maybe a little bit more now that I'm in it and I've seen some positive effects of it. But initially, I would say that that was different than what I expected, right? Is I love my facades. <laughs> <laughs> I love yeah, to are. control perceptions. <laughs> mm -hmm. I think we all do. I think that's a very human carnal part of us that's hard to let go of. Yeah, so that's been really different is is allowing people the space to see me as they see me, whether it's real or not, whether it's valid or not, and try, as we were talking about before, was try to own my choices and stay at a horizontal relationship and also create space for the other person, for both of us, and really allowing myself space to know and see what I'm capable of. Because sometimes, like the Savior with Martha and Mary, we just do not have the capacity to do it all. And I think that that's really hard and humbling, but right there, even the Savior of the world, the perfect Son of God, could not be all the things, all the time, all at once. He was serving one by one and by multitudes of 5,000 and more, right? So yes, at different times, we'll be able to do different things. We'll have different cap capabilities and capacities, but having space and grace for that and also having space and grace for when people are disappointed with that, because that's okay, right? Because we can both still be valuable children of God in those places. So that's been different. I would say that this work is really difficult and rewarding, but it does open things up. So for example, there has been some difficulties within my family of origin that we've been trying to work through. And I wouldn't have said I would anticipate that because I love my family and my sisters are my best friends and my relationships with my family have been easy, right? For so many years for my, the, my entire life. Right. And so delving into this work, what is difficult is that I think it, asks you to 
really scrutinize, to really look at your role in things. And I would even say at the beginning, recognizing dysfunctional and unhealthy behaviors in others, because sometimes that's easier at first is to see the dysfunction in other people, which then if you're willing to allow it, will reveal the dysfunction in yourself. It'll <laughs> right? hold up that mirror for sure. I can Right. So I think addressing family of origin challenges has been really difficult for me and not something that I anticipated. And like I said, I've let go of trying to control ish. I'm still working on it, but trying to let go of controlling perceptions of me and that's hard. And so it's been messy and it's been really difficult. <laughs> But along with that, I feel like my life has expanded because I feel like Heavenly Father has given me a space I couldn't have even dreamed up on my own. It's like he, I, I create these little tiny seeds of dreams and he's like, okay, are you going to be brave enough to take that? Are you going to, are you going to snatch it up or, or you can be comfortable. That's fine too. I'm not going to force you. Right. That's something that is so beautiful about God is he doesn't force us. He respects our agency. And so with this, it's been so scary and also really liberty, liber, liberty, liberty and liberating. <laughs> it's a new word, liberating, liberating <laughs> to step into that, to not to step into doing something, not knowing beforehand how it would turn out. And I feel like he's really invited me to do that. And I think that that invitation is extended to all of us, really. It's like, what is that thing that you are so scared to do? But not scared because someone else expects it of you, but scared because you want it. Like it speaks to your heart and soul and you want it so badly, but you're so afraid to take ownership of it because Like you were saying, like, okay, going back to the food example, like that's a safe place, right? Like let's address this concern in this safe area, but dreams, passions, our desires, I feel like those are divine and it's one of the most intimate parts of our souls. And I do feel like creating that safety around ourselves, creating that safety around knowing that we are children of God and knowing that we are worth the time, energy, effort, and resources as we go through this life will help us to stay stable as we willingly step into the dark that Heavenly Father is taking us on. But it is really scary and it's vulnerable. But I do think that those opportunities are available to all of us. It's just, are are we ready? And if not, that's okay. Right. He he's got time and space and energy to help us there too. Oh, again, so many notes, so many notes. Oh, <laughs> Kenzie, you make my soul sing. I love this. <laughs> I'm just smiling. Yeah. No, the the listeners can't see this right now, but I just have this permagrin as I'm listening to everything you're saying and like jotting down notes. And oh, I am to the point like I could have stopped this a long time ago. I'm like. This needs to be three or four episodes because this is so <laughs> worth it. I know. I have not done that before. It's out of the norm. 
And, okay, I have to tell this story. I've gone back and forth between telling this, but I feel like somebody needs taking to hear Taking a step in the dark. Yes, taking a step in the dark. Well, I told you this story, but I am notorious for taking cat naps. I take like 20 minute naps to recharge my brain. And I took a nap and it was just a few minutes into it, but I'd fallen completely asleep. And I was woken up immediately with the thought, ask Kenzie to be a podcast guest. And the first thought I had was, wait, who's Kenzie? <laughs> I was like so disoriented. <laughs> Delirious. <laughs> yeah, very confused. And then the next thought that came, it's supposed to help someone. There's something that's going to be said that's supposed to help a specific someone, maybe not just one person, but there's a specific person in mind that's supposed to benefit from this. I just felt grateful for the opportunity because this is actually one of those things that is so scary to me wow. that I I would love to do podcasting. I think I just love the people that do it. I feel like mm-hmm. they're so courageous and they are spreading light on shedding light on things that um, we didn't have access to before. And so to me, I was like, oh, this is an answer for me. (laughs) Heavenly Father is giving me this opportunity to try something that is so scary to me, that feels near and dear to my soul that I would love to do, but that I'm afraid to embrace and really step into. So thank you so much for acting on that. Yeah. And actually, as you're speaking multiple times, I was thinking you would be an amazing podcaster. And Maybe this is that seed that you're talking about that does end up spreading those positive ripples throughout the lives of so many people. Whatever that looks like, however that comes up. One of my favorite quotes that I mentioned time and time again is C.S. Lewis about, we just want to be this little cottage, but he's got mansions in mind, palaces. There's things that would just blow our mind, and yet we're not maybe ready yet or quite there. And like you said, that's okay He's not going to force us. And yet there's so much beauty ahead if we will make space for that. Yeah. Yeah. There's so many things that I could say to what you talked about. But for the sake of time, I think I will let go of that. I will let go. (laughs) Oh, my goodness, Kendra. You are amazing. Seriously. So easy to talk to. I just, I really, your questions are inspiring and I truly believe inspired. I just, I love the things that you're covering and giving people space and a platform to be able to share their stories and their thoughts is truly a gift. So thank you for letting me be a part of it. Oh, thank you for coming. That was a beautiful highlight of my week and my month. And I just cannot wait to have you come back if you're willing. I often say that to people and (laughs) I am always excited about the interviews. I love interviews. And I definitely came alive today with this energy. It just, it feels magical. So thank you for being a part of that. And I hope you do come back. I really do. I I would love that. Seriously. You are so kind to invite me. And maybe we'll get to question two, three, four, you know, the other ones. that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and all your other ones. There were, it was so hard to narrow it down. I, I don't know. know. You sent it to me and I was like, you know what? I'm just, this was my process for picking out the question. I was like, whatever one, like my heart is like, oh yes. So that was it. But every single question that you sent, I was like, oh my gosh, that is amazing. <laughs> That's inspired. I So all of them. 
You have great questions. Oh, thank you. I'm so happy to hear that. Well, again, thank you so much for coming on, being vulnerable, speaking your truth, sharing your insights. Just that authenticity was so beautiful. And I really believe this is going to speak to a lot of people. It spoke to me. I mean, like I said, I felt like I was in therapy. I'm like, yeah, this is this is a layer that I get to examine. And I'm so excited about that. And I'm so excited to learn to say no to people wanting my food. So excited. Yes. yes. <laughs> Empowerment. Next time, yes. Next time you say no, I want a text. Oh, I want to, I, I want to get a text you know. and I want to actually, I want a picture oh, of you eating it. That is a really good idea. I appreciate that actual proof. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Beautiful. Thank you for that. You are getting an accountability text for me shortly. So it's perfect. <laughs> Well, thank you again, and we'll have you on soon, and I hope you have a fantastic week, and I can't wait to hear more insights, and we will wrap it up there. Yeah, sounds good. (laughs) All right, you take care, Genzi. Thank you. You too. That wraps up our interview with Kenzie Evans. I told you she would be a delight, and I'm sure she did not disappoint, and that you loved her as much as I did. Just as a reminder... Sign up for our Costa Rican Women's and Men's Wellness Retreat June 16th through the 22nd of 2024. There are still a few spots left, so go and grab those before they are gone. Christmas time is fast approaching, and this would make an incredible gift. If you want people to be able to recharge their life and reclaim the beauty that is within instead of living just half alive, this is the way to do it. And can you imagine getting that gift on Christmas when everyone's starting to feel cabin fever and January and February are coming when it's typically difficult to look forward to things and a struggle? Knowing that they have that coming up is the best gift that you can give. But if you sit on it, those spots will be gone. So sign up now. And just a quick refresher on that. This includes the most picturesque, beautiful villa than you can even imagine overlooking the ocean. So beautiful in majestic Costa Rica. And as an extra bonus, Kenzie will also be there. That was just on this interview teaching yoga and her insights as well. You will also participate in the most memorable experiences of your life. From things like snorkeling with sea turtles, sailing on this gorgeous ocean, hot springs with volcanic mud baths, waterfall hikes, zip lining, horseback riding, and so much more. It will feed your soul in ways you cannot even imagine until you experience it. And I promise you that I will put everything I have into making sure that this is an unforgettable transformative experience for you or a loved one. So go ahead and sign up now on fulfillmenttherapy.org and bring a loved one with you. Bring your best friend, bring your sister, whoever it might be, and grow together. Thank you for joining us today on Fulfillment Therapy and being part of this incredible interview. Please share it with those that would benefit. And if you haven't done so already, please take a moment to leave a review on this podcast so that we can continue to spread those positive ripples. Shine boldly and brightly, and I'll see you back here soon.
If this podcast has helped you gain the insights and skills needed to propel you towards transformation and joy, the number one way to help me is to leave a written review on Apple Podcast. Like you, I'm striving to become my higher self by helping others thrive. And I do that most effectively if you use your influence and give a review. Share this episode with a friend or share it on social media and let others know how it has helped you. I would be so very grateful and excited that we're creating positive ripples in so many lives. If you want to connect, you can find me on Fulfillment Therapy on Facebook and Instagram or go to fulfillmenttherapy.org. Thanks for listening and shine boldly and brightly, my friend.